Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for such a wonderful time. We thank God for such an amazing episode. Today, the message that the Holy Spirit has laid in our heart to share is entitled Practicing the Divine Life in Christ. Practicing the Divine Life in Christ. And I believe uh, you have along your pen, your book, and also your Bible. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Thank you for your amazing love. Jesus, we thank you for your amazing grace. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your grace, your love, your care. We thank you for always being a comforter. I pray that, oh Lord, as we are about to reason your word, I'm just a vessel. Use me to bless your people. Hide me behind the cross and always let your people see Jesus Christ. I pray that, oh Lord, anyone under the sound of my voice, I pray, but as your word said, whilst Peter speak the word, the Holy Spirit anoint them. Father, anyone under the sound of my voice, I pray that by the end of this message, let that person be never be the same. Let there be a change. Let there be an extraordinary illumination in the person's life. I pray against any spirit of complacency, any highness, any highness of the heart, any hardness of the heart, any high looks, any pride, any attitude of too knowing. I pray that, oh Lord, let that thing be broken. I pray, humble me and use me to bless your people. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Yeah, as I said earlier on, that today our message is entitled Practicing the Divine Life in Christ. You see, one thing that we have to know, as I always keep on saying, that life is very spiritual. Life is not natural as you see. And I always tell people that we are spirit beings meant to have human or earthly experiences. We are not human beings uh, meant to have spiritual experiences. You see, the reason why many people uh, know that or they behave anyhow concerning the things of the spirit and they don't know that the things of the spirit are even more real than the natural is because they see themselves as human beings trying to have uh, spiritual experiences and they didn't take things serious when it comes about spirituality but in reality life is very spiritual why because we wrestle not against flesh and blood which means we wrestle not against the natural but we wrestle in the supernatural against principalities powers this even particular scripture should tell you that life is very spiritual and the bible said god is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth it should also tell you that life is very spiritual and even when you read uh, galatians chapter 5 verse number 25 the bible said that if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit it's also a sign that life is very spiritual so as i said earlier on practicing the divine life in christ you see there's an amazing thing that many christians only have that they just look at jesus having a natural life they, they see him as 
uh, the word of God, they understand as the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. And the Bible says, in him was life, and this life is the light of man. And the Bible says, and, and, and the word became flesh. You see, many people always consider Jesus be, being a word or a spirit that became flesh. But one amazing thing about him is that when he was on this earth, even though he had a natural life, but he was, he was always practicing what we call a divine life with the Father. He was always practicing a divine life. There are many times you see him preaching the Bible. There are many times you see him teaching the Bible. There are many times you see him healing sickness, causing miracles, uh, doing demonstration of signs and wonders. Why? Because he was always practicing the divine life with the Father. And you see, Jesus everything that jesus did on this life is for our good so whenever we see jesus practicing a divine life with the father there is a sign that we christians also have to practice a divine life in him when we see jesus practicing a natural life there is a sign that we christians have to also practice a natural life with him but today the message is entitled as i said practicing the divine life in christ there is a divine life you see man is a spirit and he has a soul and lives in the body the true identity of me and you is spirit and in the spirit there is also a life that we practice just as we 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 always have a, a what an earthly life we practice many people are more concerned of what they will eat in the earth realm they are more concerned of what they will wear in the earth realm they are more concerned of uh, 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 their surroundings the cars the houses they will build is is good in the earth realm but we see one of the amazing and one of the dangerous thing that we have to consider is your inability to practice your divine life to practice a divine life means to practice a spiritual life there is a life in the realm of the spirit and one thing is that in this ethereum we walk in time we abide by time but in this divine life we work before time and to practice a divine life in Christ means to be in the presence of God always or to be a career of God's presence you see Adam Adam before he fall he was a career of the presence of God in such a way that there was a time that the presence of God will visit Adam and Adam could sense that God is here even to the point that when he sinned he could be able to secure and he even sent the presence of God until when he was sacked from the presence and you see when Adam fell and was sacked that is where he began to have the mentality of only the what the eating life but Adam lose a divine life so Jesus came that we may be restored of a divine life. You see, people who practice divine life always have 
upper hand than people who practice natural life why because life is very spiritual that is the reason why you see someone who is a lawyer someone who is a doctor someone who is even a preacher and that person has a source of power somewhere why because that person is practicing a divine life but we Christians our practice of divine life is in Christ amen you see the reason why Moses was always asking for the presence of God is because Moses being a face-to-face prophet with God foresaw the divine life of Christ on earth and he wanted to live it yes write this down I say it again the reason why Moses asked for God's presence is that he being a face-to-face prophet with God he foresaw he foresaw the divine life of Jesus Christ on earth and he wanted to live that divine life you see that was the reason why Moses was was able to predict that there will be a prophet who will come from from among you and this prophet you should obey him more than me and Moses was talking about Jesus Christ you see everything Moses did in the Bible is the shadow of what Jesus Christ manifested so when you read Exodus chapter 3 verse number 15 that was it and Moses said to the Lord if your presence do not go with me do not carry us up from here yes Moses Moses understood that there will be a time that a prophet will be risen among from the people of Israel from the children of God there will be a prophet who will be risen from the Jews and this prophet will be the savior of the world so that's why he prophesied to the people that this prophet you should obey him or you will lose your life and he was talking about Jesus and when Moses spoke about Jesus by revelation of the Holy Spirit he foresaw so the reason why he was he was strongly accepting for the presence of God to be with him is because he foresaw the divine life that Jesus Christ will live on earth and he wanted to live it so it's a, it's a sign that if Moses wanted to live a divine life of Christ and you that have experienced the manifestation of Christ as a Christian doesn't want to live a divine life then it shows that 99% of your success in this life is gone Moses knew that a time will come God will anoint a man called Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and power who will go about doing good and healing people that are oppressed of the devil Moses foresaw that this same prophet when he comes on this earth he will go to the cities and villages preach the gospel of the kingdom teach in synagogues and heal diseases and sickness among the people the practicing of the divine life so Moses said that if your presence do not go with me do not carry us up hence from here so which means that if you if you don't make me be a carrier of your presence if you do not make me walk in the divine life which I have foreseen in Christ then Lord carry me not verse 16 said that for by what shall it be known that I 
and your people have found favor in your sight which means that when a person practice a divine life in Christ the person has favor in the sight of God is it not in your going with us so that we so that we are distinguished you see a person who practice a divine life in Jesus Christ is is always distinguished is seen as a different being so he said that I and your people from all the other people upon the face of the earth so you see there's a difference between people who practice a divine life and people who just practice an earthly life there's a difference the Bible says that and the Lord said to Moses I will do this thing also that you have asked for you have found favor loving kindness mercy in my sight and I know you personally and by name amen so you see god is interested in this end time you see if god was interested to speak to moses that and i will do this thing also that you have asked which means i will make you walk in the divine life that you are talking of i will i will make my presence i'll make you abide in my presence always i'll make you be a carrier of my presence and and god was happy about this in such a way that he did it to Moses and you see he said that for you have found favor which means people who walk in the presence who are career of the presence of God they they are what they found favor they found what we call loving kindness and they have mercy in the sight of God and he said that I know you personally so which means when a person have a divine life when a person practice the divine life in Jesus Christ the person is known personally and by name you see, that's why the demons said to the, the seven sons of, of, of Seva that Paul we know, Jesus we know, Jesus we know, Paul we know, who are you? So which means that Paul was someone who was constantly practicing the divine life of Christ in such a way that he was known personally and by name. So the reason why in the realm of the spirit, the reason why you are being a Christian, but you pray and it as if you are just making noise, is because heaven see you that when there is only a problem, that is whereby you stand up to pray. You don't see prayer as a practice. You don't see reading the Bible or doing your quiet time, waiting on God for strength as a practice. So you have missed the divine life. So when you read verse 18, the Bible says, And Moses said, I beseech you, show me your glory. So people who practice the divine life of Christ always have the glory of God. Always have the glory of God. You see, that is the reason why Jesus said to the disciples in John chapter 15, verse number 16, John chapter 15 verse number let me read verse 15 he said I do not call you servants which means slaves any longer for the servant does not know what his master is doing or working out you see the reason why many people don't know what God is doing the reason why many Christians can't understand what God is doing, can't comprehend what this God is doing, can't follow the instructions of God, the counsel of God, is because they are always practicing 
the natural life and to practice a natural life is to be a slave is to be a worldly person to be a natural man because the bible says a natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit they are foolish unto him they are foolish unto them because the things of the spirit they are what spiritually descend it takes a person who constantly practice a divine life of christ to what to 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 get something from the holy spirit so he says that for the servant does not know what the master is doing so the reason why you don't know what god is doing in your life the reason why you are confused you are frustrated let me tell you god is not an author of confusion the reason why you don't know you can't descend between good and evil you can't descend between the righteous and the wicked you can't descend between the one who serve god and the one who is not serving him is because you are not practicing the divine life in christ but Jesus says, and I said, but I have called you my friends. You see, Jesus was talking to the disciples. He was talking to them as people who are ready to practice the divine life with him. So he said that, and I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard of my father. So Jesus was always practicing the divine life of Christ and he made the same thing. He made the impartation unto these disciples and he, he called them no more servants but friends. Why? Because people who practice the divine life of Christ become personal friends of God. Because I have made known to you everything that I have heard of my father. I have revealed to you everything that I have learned from him. And he said that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and I appointed you. I have planted you. People who practice the divine life of Christ are always planted, are always planted, chosen, appointed in Christ. That you might go. They are they, they, they are always going. They are always in the move to do something. They are always in the move to fulfill a vision and bear fruit. They are always doing what we call multiplication and fruitfulness. They are always fulfilling the word of god which is said to adam and said that he blessed them said be fruitful and multiply and keep on bearing you see they are always bearing fruits they are fruitful and they are always what multiplying keep bearing that your fruit may last that it may remain abide so that what whatever you ask the father in my name as presented all that i am he may give it to you amen so the reason why you are not seeing what you want to see you are not seeing the blessedness of god in your life is because you are always practicing the natural life you are always practicing the natural life and the bible said do not deceive God is not a man. Whatever a man sow, he reaps. So if you sow according to the natural, you will reap corruption. But if you sow according to the spirit, you will reap everlasting life. You will reap the things of the divinity. And one thing, let me tell you something, whether you like it or not, divinity controls humanity. Divinity controls the earth, whether you like it or not. So it is better to 
to follow the steps of Jesus and practice the divine life of him Jesus was always praying he was always reading the word he was always talking about the business of heaven he was always communing with the father he always wanted to know the mind of the father even the time that he was about to die the Bible says he went to the garden of Gethsemane he abode with the father he knew the mind of the father he knew that it was the will of the father for him to die why because he was always constantly practicing a divine presence with the father so this is what Moses did Moses became a personal friend with God because he was always practicing the divine presence. So when we read Exodus, the, the, the key scripture that we are reading, Exodus chapter 33, verse number 15. Yeah, Moses said, if your presence, if you don't make me practice your divine presence, you see, that was the reason why Moses could have could could just leave the people go to the mountains and pray. When he comes back, people could not watch his face. Why? Because he always wanted. Because he was what a face-to-face prophet. You see, people who practice the divine life in Christ are always face-to-face with God. They are always friends of God. So Moses foresaw it he was a prophet so he saw it that's why he he prophesied that a prophet will come from you and you should listen to this prophet and he was talking about jesus so he foresaw this and he wanted to leave it so he said that if your presence if the divine life in christ if you don't make the career of your presence be with me then i will not go and the, 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 the sweet thing, the sweet part is that God said that God said today, I will do this thing also that you have asked. For you have found favor, loving, kindness, mercy in my sight, and I know you personally in my name. And Moses said, I beseech you, show me your glory. Amen. So God is interested for people to walk with him. God is interested for people to return to the Garden of Gethsemane, to abide, to to, to hear his voice walking in the Garden. Because the Bible, when we read Genesis chapter 3, verse number 8, before Adam and Eve fell, the Bible says, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. So, you see, ask yourself, how could Adam hear? Why? Because he was always practicing the divine life with the Father. Yeah, Adam was a spirit. God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Which means they that worship him must wash, must practice the divine life. Yeah, that's why Jesus said, An hour cometh, which is now, is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For this the Father seeketh to worship. Which means that God is interested in people who practice the divine life in Christ. So you see that an hour cometh, which is now, is when the true worshippers shall what? practice the divine life of the Father. They practice the divinity. They will practice the God class. They will practice this eternity before time you see people who practice divine life they work before time they work ahead of time because god is a divine being god is a divine supreme being so he works before time god works before time works so whenever a natural man is working he works after time so which means that time is even far ahead of natural 
So for you to control time, for you to control time, then you should be a divine person. That's the reason why we have diviners, we have sorcerers, we have occults. They always witches, they always work before time. They practice divine life. And you see, all these people work divinely for their own selfish gain. But you see, Jesus came that me and you will have a selfless divine life whereby we will think of others, whereby we will think of peace, we think of the mind of God, we think of family, we think of protection, we think of impartation, we think of the increase and multiplication by the vision of God. Yeah. So Moses as a God to Aaron prophetically is a type of Jesus who is God of priests. So Moses, God, because of divine life, God made Moses a God to Pharaoh and Aaron. And this shadow happenstance or this shadow occurrences is a prophetic type that Jesus will be a God to we Christians and also priests. Yeah, so Moses as a God to Pharaoh and Aaron is a prophetic type of Jesus Christ who is a God of priests. That's why I said that everything that Moses did was a shadow of what Jesus is about to manifest. Yeah. So when we read Exodus chapter 7, verse number 1, the Bible says, And the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I make you a God to Pharaoh to declare my will and purpose to him, and Aaron your brother shall be your prophet. So which means that Jesus will be the God to control everything. Yeah, and we Christians will be his prophets. Yes, that's the meaning. So righteousness is a divine nature of God. One thing you must know is that righteousness is a divine nature of God unto us. So that's why the Bible said the one who was without sin was meant to sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That is first Corinthians chapter five, verse number twenty-one. So righteousness is the divine nature of God unto us. The Holy Spirit is a divine spirit of God in our life. Yes, the Holy Spirit is a divine nature of God in our life. The Holy Spirit is a divine. So, you see, you need the Holy Spirit who is the divine spirit of God in our life so that you can practice your divine life, which is the righteousness, the divine nature. You see, divine nature, which means that God has a nature called righteousness. God has a nature which is divine life, divine nature, and it's called righteousness. And God wants us to practice this. And how can we do that? Until we have the divine spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit in our life. Yes, that's why the Bible says that it is not by our mind. It is not by our power. But it is by the Holy Spirit. It is by the Spirit of God. So when you read Romans chapter 8, verse number 1. Romans chapter 8, verse number 1. The Bible said, Therefore there is now no condemnation 
for those who are in Christ Jesus. Look at this. People just quote this scripture and say that once a person is in Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation. There's a comma there. The, the scripture doesn't end. So the Bible said, for there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Let's move further. Who live and walk not after the dictate of the flesh, which means not after the dictate of the natural but after the dictate of the spirit, which means after the dictate of the divine life, after the dictate of the divine nature of God. So which means that when a person moved by the flesh, when a person becomes too natural, there's still a condemnation. It's like someone, an Israelite, who has been delivered from Egypt, but he has the traits, the nature, and the lifestyle of the Egyptians in him. So when, when you say you are a Christian, you are a born-again Christian, and you have, you are too natural, you are too carnal, then it's a sign that you have the worldly nature in you. Just as an Israelite who has been saved from the slavery of the Egyptians, but yet he had some nature mindset of the Egyptians. That's why God wants me and you that as Christ has made we ask righteous. The Bible said the one who was without sin was meant to sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So God wants to see this divine nature always constantly with us. Yes. So the Bible said that who who walk, who live and walk not after the dictate of the natural but after the dictate of the spirit so are you walking in the spirit or are you walking in the natural so he said that for the law of the spirit of life which is in christ jesus the law of our new being has freed me from the law of sin and death so which means that when a person walks in a what in, in, in a life of natural, he, he, he become dead to sin and also death itself because death is a spirit, that is is a fallen angel. Yeah. So but when a person walk in the spirit, the person becomes subjected to a law of the spirit of life. You see, there's 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 a life in the spirit which is in Christ Jesus, and this is what we call the divine life. <coughs> so the Bible says, For God has done what the law could not do, being weakened by the flesh, the entire nature of man without the Holy Spirit, sending his own son in in guise of sinful flesh as an offering for sin god condemns sin in the flesh subdue overcome deprive it of its power over all who accept sacrifice so who accept that sacrifice so you see jesus christ came in in the form of a flesh was meant to kill away all natural and worldly things that's why the bible said love not the things of the world neither the things in this world for the things love not the world neither the things of this world for the things of this world that's the last of the flesh the last of the eyes the pride of life it's not of the father they are not of the father and the bible said they will fade away they will all fade away 
Bible says so that the righteous. So God wants to see. You see, a person who practices a divine life in Christ is a righteous person in Christ. Because it is Christ who has made me a new righteous. So the Bible so, so that the righteous and a just requirement of the law might be for, might be fully met in us who live and move not in the ways of the flesh, which means in the ways of the nature, but in the way of the spirit. Our lives governed not by the standard and according to the dictate of the flesh, but controlled by the Holy Spirit. For those who are according to the flesh and are controlled by its unholy desire set their mind on and pursuing those things which gratify the flesh but those who are according to the spirit and are controlled by the desires of the spirit set their mind on and seek those things which gratify the holy spirit now the mind of the flesh which is sense and reason without the holy spirit is dead Death that comprises all the miseries rising from sin, both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and peace. Amen. Hallelujah. So when we read verse 8, the Bible says, So then those who are living in the flesh, those who are living the life of the flesh, which means the life of the natural, catering to the appetite and the impulses of their carnal nature cannot please or satisfy God or be acceptable to Him. Simple. But you are not living the life of the flesh. You are living the life of the Spirit. If the Holy Spirit of God really dwells within you, directs, controls you, but if anyone does not possess the Holy Spirit of Christ, is none of His. Amen. So you see, the Bible says that if we move by our impulses, if we live by natural, we practice everything natural, we move by what we see plenty, then we cannot please God. You see, that's why Paul said that why do we think on things which are not seen, but, but not on things which are seen? For the things which we don't see, they are permanent, and things which see, they are temporal. So the things you see around, they are temporal, they will just fade away. So the reason why, even you see, the battle that you are in, the, the struggle, the wrestling, the wrestling of success, the race that me and you are going, it's not a natural race. It's a spiritual race. That's why the Bible says that we, we, we are being surrounded by a crowd of witness. They are watching us. They are seeing how we will work with God. To work with God is to work in the spirit, to practice a divine life in the spirit. And this divine life is when you read the Bible. You see, many Christians don't like the Bible. Many Christians don't like the truth. When you speak the truth to them, it's like you, you, you are fighting them. They don't want to even listen to the word of God. Many Christians find it difficult to pray. Many Christians find it difficult even to, to, to worship, to abide in the presence of God. That is how we call the practicing of the divine life. This is what Jesus was doing. Many Christians doesn't want it. What Christians, what people want is that they buy cars, they buy houses, they, they, they do mascara, they, they, they put clothes on their body, they go for nightclubs, they, they like enjoyment and these all these are natural things that will fade away all these things are natural things 
so this episode the holy spirit wants me to tell you that there's a divine life that you and me have to practice in christ there's something that jesus is expecting for us jesus wants us to be carrier of his presence jesus wants us to be carrier of the glory of god jesus wants us to practice the father the god class on this earth and how can you do it by reading the word listening to messages watching videos videos of messages men of god anointed men of god and also by praying by worshiping many christians listen to worldly music it is very sad that they come to church they worship but when they go to the house they listen to worldly music as if they themselves even wrote that song it's sad it is sad that's why you are where you are that's why you cannot you cannot figure the greatness that god has already prepared for you the bible says that eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the heart of men the things that god has prepared for them that love and God has revealed unto us by his spirit yea the spirit said the deep things of God the Bible said that I think I know the thought that I think of you thought of peace not of evil to give you an expected and to give you a future so God has already designed a future for me and you and how can we walk through this future how can we get to it is until we walk and practice divine life until we walk and practice spiritual life until we walk and practice a life that can commune with him because god is spirit god is not natural being he's a spirit being is a supreme spirit being who controls even the natural you see before adam was about to be formed he was created in the realm of the spirit adam and Eve were created in the same day they were all spirit beings in the realm of the spirit they don't have gender you see what we describe as male and female in the realm of the spirit as the those who translated by English say male and female in the realm of the spirit when we say male we means the logic and the planning the principal side of god and we talk about female we mean the 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 the, the emotion and the compassion side of god so god puts the logic side and call him man and god put the emotion and the compassion and call him female that's woman that's the reason why jesus said in the resurrection they will not marry there's nothing called gender because they will all be as angels so me and you what we need the thing that will count for me and you is our divine life because our true identity we are divine beings we are not earthly beings we are strangers this earth is a strange land amen yeah this earth is a strange land so don't compromise your life with what you see around don't be don't don't, that's what the bible says be anxious for nothing don't just be content of where you are and allow god through the divine presence through the divine life in christ to help you and push you through where the expected future the destination that he has already programmed for me i always tell people that you see every human being life is like a book in the hands of god and every chapter every chapter of your life he opens it 
every junction of your life he opens a chapter chapter one chapter two chapter three and the whole you see our life on this earth is like a drama in the sight of god that he opened these chapters and the reason why many people cannot pass through and you see the chapters of god are of what expecting a future a bright future but the reason why we cannot move through the chapters of god as he has already planned in his world is because we we swerve to what we call a natural lifestyle a natural life a natural thought a natural desire last a pride and so many things chaos of this world rather than focusing to what God wants us to do. I pray for you in the name of Jesus as you are listening to me. I pray for you from today. May the oil of the Spirit fall upon you. May your eyes be open to walk in your divine life with Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you are listening to me. You are not born again. For you to practice a divine life, you need to give your life to Christ. As you are listening to me, Jesus, as I always say, come to die for us. He came that me and you will be born again. Me and you, we, 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 we will walk with God. We will walk with God. It's not like people will detect for us. We will know God personally. As Moses was saying that, I know him. And, and, and as Paul said, I know him. Jesus wants me and you to know him. As Peter said, I know him. He wants me and you to know him. So as you are listening to me, without wisdom, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word i thank you for dying on the cross i thank you for making me understand that you dying for me is not just to to go to heaven but to also to practice a divine life from today i take you as my personal lord and savior have mercy on me write my name in a book of life wash me by the blood have mercy on me forgive me of my past mistakes forgive me of any mistake that i've done that is against your will jesus from today I, I surrender to you. I say, take control over me. Help me to practice the divine life in you so that at the end, I will be with you. Help me. Use me. Make me a vessel of you in this end time. In Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. God bless you. And maybe as you are listening to me, you're having a problem. You see, the reason why I always pray for people who are listening to me is because Jesus is always a healing Jesus and is ready to touch someone. So maybe you are, you, are, you, are, you are having a problem somewhere, you're having a confusion, a headache, something that has been of pain. I want you to put your hands there that Jesus will heal you now. Jesus will heal you now. Peter says, silver and gold have I none, such I have. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you under the sound of my voice father anyone going through a confusion anyone going through menstrual pains anyone going through mind mind pains a, a headache pains anyone going through spinal pains anyone having a doctor's report which is wrong report anyone going through a severe severe pains anyone laid down on a sick bed anyone born blind anyone suffering from a blind a, a, a blind sick a blind disease in the name of jesus as i pray father let there be liberation now for the bible says, where the spirit of god is there's liberty i decree and declare let there be liberation now anyone with a broken heart let that person be healed in the name of jesus christ let the blind see let the lame walk let the one sick on the bed rise up in the name of 
Jesus Christ. Let anyone with wrong reports from doctors change to good reports in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for touching people. Thank you for touching people. Thank you for liberating people. Thank you for, for, for giving people freedom. Thank you for making, bringing peace, joy, and happiness in the heart of your people. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you are listening to me as you were praying. You had an instant touch. You had an instant healing from God. You had an instant healing from Jesus. He's still the healing Jesus. He's still the healing Jesus. He has not stopped. Maybe you are, as as you are listening, you had a, a, a miracle, and you want to give testimony. Bible say, and overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Without wasting more time, I'm just putting the number the number of one of our pastors. Maybe you have also been listening to us, and you feel shy. Don't just give glory to God give a testimony about what Jesus is doing and you can call or text or whatsapp this number the the, the pastor online is a pastor Richard the number is 0548 6456 0548 6454 56 you can call him you can text him by a miracle that as throughout the episodes listen to us you have seen Jesus doing your life God bless you and always stay tuned bye bye